Amen. Isn't God good? Take a seat, please. Good morning, everybody. Is the microphone loud enough for everybody? Yep, good. I've got some words to read um, from someone called Joy Webb. And they actually go back to 1973. And when you get to my age, you no longer begin to think about years. You begin to think about decades. So I suppose someone somewhere has got it all wrapped up, this praying thing. But it's not me. If I was called on to pray in public, I think I'd die, honestly. Or if I didn't die, I'd just clam up and stutter out some stupid things I've heard others folks say, and it wouldn't really be me. I've heard folks say that praying is just like having a conversation with you, but I'm not much good at conversation either, especially with people I don't know. And sometimes I feel I don't really know you very well. There are lots of things I don't like about praying, actually. For instance, I don't like it when people sound as though they've got it all rehearsed and off pat. You must have known them, surely. But then I'm not much care for the chatty types, either. That doesn't seem very natural to me, either. At least not in public. So you see the problem. It looks as though I've got to figure this out for myself. You know how I'd like to think of it? I'd like to think of it coming home. You know how it is. If you want to talk, you do. If you don't, you don't. And everyone understands. Could it be like that between me and you? That wherever I am, wherever my thoughts turn to you, you could count that as prayer. Because if it wasn't difficult, I think it would happen more often. The lady came to me once, it was actually after the service, and she said, you know, I really, really, really find reading the Bible difficult. Is anything I can really do about it? And the reply I give to it, it wasn't orthodox, it came a bit of a shock. I told her, give it up. She says, what? I said, give it up. I said, when you read your Bible, do you meet God there? And she said, no. I said, every time you read your Bible and you don't meet God there, something in your mind and your heart and your will just begins to die a little bit more. Unbelief starts to grow. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. She asked me the most important question I think anybody can ask. How do I find God in reading the Bible? And sometimes I have to ask, I ask that about prayer. Do I meet God when I pray because if I don't the consequences could actually be the same something inside will start to die unbelief will start to grow and things will start to harden inside I don't really know why I find prayer difficult I really want to pray for the things in my life and prayer for other things and other people but deeper down I really want to pray for the things that God wants if only I could know what God wants. Sometimes I struggle and I fumble around with inadequate words, praying as though I meant it when I don't really. 
In the film, Chariots of Fire, Eric Little says, When I run, I feel his pleasure. And when I pray, I want to feel God's pleasure. I'm going to let you into a secret. I found a place where my life and God comes into contact with each other. And it's helping me to pray a little bit more. I found I'm learned to meet God in my life when my life and texture of scripture are brought together. I'm learned to pray the scriptures. Sometimes I take a prayer of Paul and I put it into my own words, the paraphrase. And sometimes I take a prayer and I put my own name or the name of somebody else or the name of the church in that prayer. And I find that prayer begins to come alive and I meet God in that prayer. And I begin to feel that I'm beginning to pray for the things God desires. I feel his pleasure. When you look at Paul's prayers, they're deeply theological and we should study them. But they are prayer. And shouldn't we, when we come together, really pray them? When we pray scripture, it strengthens our prayer and we draw power from them. And when we pray God's word back to him, somehow it binds us closer in union with him. And when we pray scripture together, it unites us as a fellowship, as a body. So this morning I thought we'd see if we could actually enrich our thoughts and our words and our praying together and to pray some scriptures. Some of these prayers are for our church leaders and some are for each other and some are for ourselves. So I'm going to ask you, if you will, to just stand as a congregation this morning. And I'm going to ask you to pray some scripture with me. If you feel more comfortable for sitting, please do so. So let's pray. Let's pray God's word together. The first three prayers relate to our leadership this morning. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, our leadership. For Sarah, for Stuart, for Paul, for Terry, for Tim that our God may make you worthy of his calling, and that by his power he may bring to fruition every desire for goodness and in every deed prompted by faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you all, and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. For this reason... Since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continue to ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, grown in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, giving joyful thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. We bow the knee before the Father. We pray that our glorious riches may be strengthened, our leadership, with power through his Spirit in their inner being, so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. We pray that our leadership will be rooted and established in love, 
may have power together with all God's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that we all may be filled with the measure of the fullness of God. May the Lord make our church's love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as we seek to do for you. May he strengthen our hearts so that our church will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when we meet our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. Teach us as a Christian fellowship to number our days carefully so that we might develop wisdom in our hearts. May the Lord direct our hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify each one of our brothers and sisters through and through. May our whole spirit, soul, body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls us is faithful and he will do it. We pray that our love as Chaldean Fellowship will keep on growing more and more, displaying itself in greater depth, in real knowledge, in practical insight, so that we may learn to recognise and treasure what is excellent, identifying the best, free from all impurity and blame, until the day of Christ, actually living lives that lead us away from sin, filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory of God and praise to his name. If you'd like to sit, I'd like to pray the last two pairs as a benediction upon us. I pray that the Father of the glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to us all the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through our deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of our imagination, flooding us with light until we experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling, that is, the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that we find in us, his holy ones. I pray that we will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to us through faith. Then our lives will be an advertisement of his immense power as it works through us. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every place the Lord will be with you all. Every Monday night at six o'clock, beginning again on the 16th of May in this small chapel, we have a prayer meeting. And I would like to invite you along. Now I know some of you feel, well, I'm going to stand out. Well, you will stand out because God will see you there. And it'll give him pleasure. You might be thinking, well, I might feel a bit awkward. I don't know where I'm actually going to pray. What happens if I clam up and I don't say anything? Well, write something down. Bring it along. Bring some scripture along to pray as we pray today. Some people come and they pray every week. And some people just like to sit. And they find they want to listen to other people praying. And some people just like to sit in silence. And okay and pray with themselves. So do come to that meeting, begin again on the 16th of May, and just feel God's pleasure in prayer.